Hello, my name is Chris. And my name is Jason. And this is The Talking Dead, a podcast dedicated to the AMC TV series The Walking Dead. Hey everybody, welcome back to The Talking Dead. This is episode number 20 for August the 30th, 2010. Thank you everybody for joining us. As I said, my name is Chris and always also here, oh that was awkward. Always is, also here is Jason. Is Jason, yes. So August, so 08 is the only non-multiple of 10 in the date. So we got the 30th, 2010, August. Now if it was October 30th, 2010, it would be all multiples of 10. What are you blabbering about? <laughs> <laughs> multiples of 10. Okay. 20, 10, 2010, it's a multiple of 10. Yep. 30th is a multiple of 10. Yep. August is not a multiple of 10. No, but if it was October, it would be. I exactly. see. Exactly. Good. Uh, did you realize this earlier this morning or no, just, just now? No, just now. I wouldn't have babbled about it if uh, I realized this before. Okay. Well, that's very exciting. And it's episode number 20. That's also a multiple of 10. I think that's what, uh, what got me on it. Okay. Episode number 20, uh, another milestone for us, I would say. Yes. I haven't mentioned it since episode 15. <laughs> <laughs> That's multiples of five. That's good. Which Did you know that we have five fingers on one hand? No kidding. <laughs> I don't. I'm missing a finger. No, you're not. All right. I thought that would be, uh, you know, good trivia for you the can't, show. Well, you can lie, visually lie. I'm not going to You can't lie and say, I'm actually, uh, I can't talk. I'm unable to speak. No, that wouldn't work. And on that note, why don't we get right into the news for this week? Jumping right in. Let's go. So um, there's the big news this week. There really only is the the one piece of big, enormous Walking Dead news this week. And it's been out since Tuesday, which was the day after we recorded the last show. We tried to get our act together and record sort of a mini episode, maybe Tuesday or Wednesday evening this week. But it just didn't happen. No, it didn't happen. So we are here now, and we are here to report, as you probably already know, that The Walking Dead will be premiering on Halloween. Halloween. That is Sunday, October 31st at 10 p.m. Eastern Time. That's great. Is it, though? Well, yeah. Is is Halloween the night to premiere a brand new show? Theoretically, I mean, taking all things into account, no. But theoretically, if you just say Halloween, it's a good night for zombies. Well, obviously, it's a good night for a horror-type show. Because it's Halloween, and that's that's what you get. Right. But, I mean, it's a brand new show. Sure, there's already an audience for it because we have all the comic book fans. But they, they're going to need to have a big kickoff. They're going to need to have lots of people watching this show. And Halloween is, you know, typically a kind of busy night for people. Now, granted, it's on a Sunday this year. It's not like it's a Friday or a Saturday. I think if it was a non-school night... It would be a crazy idea to put it on Halloween. Right. I I think it's okay because of the target audience uh, is going to be is going to be a little older. It's it's not aimed at you know people in grade seven, which no, that's go out true. for Halloween and do their trick or treating. And typically they do that at six o'clock anyway. I think that uh, that a lot of people are going to be in and watching TV at that time because uh, you know the, the kids have all had their sugar rush. They're uh, they're all they all crashed and burned and went to sleep. Kind of thing by 10 o'clock? Well, that's one thing it does have going for it, the 10 o'clock time slot. If it was on at 9 or 8, 8 would be too early. It would be way too early. Um, 9 might work, but even at 9, like, the kids are probably still up, especially, you know, young teenagers who might still be trick-or-treating or your 
nine or 10 year old might still be up at nine o'clock, especially on Halloween. Yeah. Um, and, but I'm, I'm just worried that, you know, parents do have other things to worry about on Halloween, like trick or treating, like getting the kids into bed and all that kind of stuff. Um, not only that, but there's Halloween parties that people could be out at. So it's just, it's kind of a busy night and I'm a little bit worried that it's going to affect the audience for this show, this premiere. That is a little worrisome, but I think a lot of the uh, a lot of the Halloween parties are going to be you know university age kids going to Halloween parties. I've been to a Halloween party on Halloween in a very long time. No, that's true. Uh, the last Halloween party I went to was the one you had. <laughs> there was a grand total of six people. Yeah, no, well, maybe maybe eight. Well, it was a small uh, Halloween gathering. Yeah. Um, usually, my wife just wants to watch something scary on TV on uh, Halloween. So that works out well. This actually works out well for us. Normally we pick something like a, a psycho or a movie or some old horror movie, but this year we will not be doing that. Okay. So I'm assuming that AMC has a bunch of TV executives and a bunch of consultants all sitting in a room going, is Halloween a good night for a premiere? And they all look at the numbers and go, you know, the number of people that are watching TV on Halloween night at 10 o'clock are quite a bit. I'm assuming that the, these professionals are saying that I am obviously not a, TV executive, nor a television consultant. But I'm assuming that they... But you done, wish you were. I wish I was. That'd be cool. Or you play one on TV. I play one. <laughs> Not that either. Yeah. Um, so I'm assuming that they've done their homework on this. And I'm right. thinking that, uh, you know, really, what do people want to do on Halloween? They want to go trick-or-treating with their kids. They want to come home. They want to put the little tykes to bed, uh, take off their costumes, rifle through their candy for the good stuff, and sit back and watch a little scary something on TV. Well, I think you may be onto something there because that's what I like to do. Yep. And my kids are young enough that trick or treating happens rather early in the evening because you know they need to be in bed by eight, nine at the latest. Right. So, um, yeah, I think the fact that it's on at ten o'clock is going to save it. Uh, because you know, and and Halloween night isn't going to affect it so much. The other thing is that it is a Sunday, so it's not Friday or Saturday. People aren't going to be out late as much. And uh, they have to go to work in the morning, so Sunday night is, is the night. <clears throat> it's also convenient for us because we record on Mondays. And it we won't good. have to change that unless we want to record really late that Sunday night and get something up sort of oh, I don't that think so. night. That's a, little, uh, that's a little late. Well, since, since the running time is 90 minutes, 90 it's going to go until 11.30. That's way past my bedtime to begin with. Right. And uh, if we start recording, you know, we'll be done recording around 1 probably, and then I have to edit and post it. So, yeah, I don't see that happening unless I take that Monday off, which there's a possibility. That's not a bad idea. You know, I do have an extra vacation day, so maybe I'll take the Monday after Halloween off. Okay. But, well, we could also record something during the commercials. Yeah, maybe we could do a really quick live, live blog. Of you don't live... get live TV, though. Uh, I'm going to for that. You're going to order it for a month? Yeah, well, exactly. More than a month, probably. I, for the run? For the run, I'm going to. You don't have to lock into any contract for cable TV here, do you? I, I don't know. I don't think so. I so, just ordered cable and kept it. And just not worried about it. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, I do not have the cable TV right now, but I plan to get it so I can watch Walking Dead live as it airs. Okay. Because if not, I'm, I'm watching it the next day, and that's just too late. That, yeah, it's too late. We need to be prompt. So maybe we can do that. Maybe we can get together. We can watch it, record quickly during commercials. You know, things like, oh, my God, that was so amazing, or, geez, oh, geez, that was lame. We might be able to do it over Skype. I'm a little worried about getting together, because if we get together, there's uh, logistical issues around that. 
uh, with you know wives and families and things, and it becomes uh, a whole thing. Uh, well, I'm, it does, I'm a little worried about that. It does become a whole thing. You're right, uh, but hopefully they, the wives and families, can understand that this is important to us. Yes, <laughs> and it's important to you, listeners, too. Yeah. Right. We'll have to figure out the logistics if this is possible. I'd love to do it, but uh, yeah, we just have to figure it out. All right. Well, we have to go somewhere away from the wives and families. It's as simple as that. I'm not renting a hotel with you. <laughs> you know what, though? I don't know if, if when people find out why we rented a hotel and it's to watch a weird a horror TV show, I don't know if that'd be worse or better. Well, than we'd have to they... lie on the beds to watch the TV. <laughs> like, obviously, we get two beds because it'd just be weird to get one bed. And we'd have to lie on the beds to watch. I, I, it just it doesn't work for me either. All right. Jason and I are going to get a hotel to watch The Walking Dead. <laughs> But we're not going to lie on the beds. Yeah, we're going to figure something out. If you could rent, uh, can you rent a uh, a movie theater screen to watch live TV? That might be a possibility. That would be cool. Us and a hundred of our closest friends. Or even, you know, get the, the varsity VIP. There's like 20, 30 seats in there. If I would could... do that. All right, we'll have to look into it. Anyway, lots of logistics, lots of ideas, lots of uh, great thoughts here. Uh, we'll figure out what we can do. All right. Well, that's that's amazing. So now we know it's on Halloween. It's so it's super exciting. Um, it's at ninety minutes, which we didn't know before, which yeah. is also awesome. Um, I don't know when the decision was made to extend it to ninety minutes. Maybe that was the plan all along. Um, but the feeling I get is that they've kind of shot it and they've you know it's it's written. I don't know if it was necessarily written to be ninety minutes, but it changed a little bit during filming and production, and they decided to extend it, similar to how they extended. They added a half an hour to the last episode of Lost. Yeah, at the last minute. You know what I was thinking about the the premiere being on uh, on Halloween is uh, I, I think I mentioned this before is I think it would have been really cool to have the second episode on Halloween, have the premiere a week beforehand, uh, get some hype generated from that uh, week after it aired, what have you know whatever hype machine they have going, get some reviews going, get some buzz going. Hey, this episode was great. Then do a back to back premiere second episode on halloween like re-air the premiere just before the second episode yeah no i think that would be a great idea and i think you mentioned that a couple episodes ago when we were when we were speculating about when it would be and that sounds like a good idea to me but i think i guess that room full of amc executives who are sitting around looking at the numbers deciding when the perfect night to premiere it would be probably decided that the benefit of sort of the hype machine that they could use premiering on halloween night is outweighed anything else so i think we're going to see lots of promotional stuff oh that'd be good i want to see ads on buses i want to (laughs) see billboards i want to look at uh, ads on the subway it's the only time i've ever wanted to see advertising ever is for uh, for this show i'd like a lot of hype whether we get that or not or it's just online or whatever i think all of them are going to mention you know premiering halloween that kind of thing because it's it's a point that people can remember it's true. That's another thing. People can remember that easily, right? I know when Halloween is. Yeah. If it was a week before, you know, on the 25th or whatever, I mean, people would be like, eh, 25th, whatever. Oh, I, you know, that's also true. That's a good point. There's, there's a lot of shows that have aired in the past. I'm like, oh, I want to watch that. Oh, it already aired. Yeah. When was that when again? When was that again? <laughs> Whereas this, obviously, I'm in the know anyway, and whatever date they picked, I'd probably be well aware of when that date was. But just as a passing television watcher for other shows, uh, picking a date like this and jumping on board with it probably is a good idea. Now, r- refresh my memory. Are AMC shows available for purchase from the iTunes store as they broadcast, or do they come in there 
later like HBO shows do? As they broadcast. I have I purchased a season's pass for Mad Men, and I get them. They air on Sunday night, and I get them by Monday morning. Right, okay. That's good. That's I just good watched news. the latest episode of uh, Mad Men today uh, because it aired last night, and Jenny and I watched it today. Okay, well, that's that's good news because I want to be able to, you know, buy my own copy of this, you know, the next day so I can rewatch it again and, right. you know, fully experience the show. Yeah, now Breaking Bad, I don't know. That's a new addition to the Canadian iTunes store, so it uh, it all came on board to iTunes after the complete run of Season 3, I believe. I think Breaking Bad shows up in the U.S. store uh, as it airs. Um, if anyone out there can confirm that, send us an email or... or Give us a call, talkingdeadpodcast at gmail.com, and, and let us know. But I think it does come into the store immediately. Good. Very good. So good. Hopefully The Walking Dead uh, continues that. Mm-hmm. So also released on uh, last Tuesday when they announced all this, the Comic-Con trailer was officially released in high quality. Yes. It's something we'd all seen, you know, bootlegged and cammed and stuff like that and released onto the internet already. But we got a really good look at it now. Yes. And it was... Just as awesome. In fact, even better than it was. Awesomer. Yeah, awesomer. (laughs) It was really good. I really liked being able to see it in all its glory rather than shot on somebody's cell phone. Well, absolutely. And, and, you know, everything, you know, we already seen everything that was there, but just with the clarity and the detail, you just picked up on all the little extra stuff that was there. My favorite part is still Rick riding full on. Full gallop on the horse. That I don't know what good. that is. I just I can't wait to see that in the show. My favorite shot is him walking away from the car with a bag full of guns and his big hat. Right when that, that sort of slightly upbeat song starts playing, too. Yeah, eh? yeah. Um, that's a good shot, but it's not, uh, it's not a real action shot or anything. Well, it's not an action shot. I just like the visual of it. It is a good, nice wide shot. Yeah. Good, good open, airy shot. That's good. It does have that feel. I, when I saw the bootleg, I thought that it had the feel of the old-time zombie movies. Uh, and I was thinking that that could either be uh, the quality of the recording or actually built into the, into the trailer. And now I, that I've seen the actual trailer, it's built in. Like, it feels like, uh, you know, a Romero kind of zombie movie from the 60s it kind of has that opening kind of cinematic 60s cinematic feel to it yeah it's very cinematic and it's it's fun to see a wide open shot like that and there's no life in the background right there's no i mean obviously it's out in the country but there's no buildings no houses no other people nobody on the road everything's just dead right so it uh it really adds to the mood i think good stuff very moody, yes. It's cool. The the uh, girl in the first, I think she might be the first zombie he encounters at the gas station, the little girl zombie. Uh, she's even creepier. Scary. The way she kind of walks without moving the upper half of her body, it's kind of weird. Zombie school. <laughs> yeah, I guess she went to zombie school. Um, and then the horse, and uh, there's you get a real better feeling for, at least I did, for when um, for what Rick goes through in the hospital, which seems to be expanded from the comic. There's yep. a lot more uh, of him getting out of the hospital and seeing bodies on the ground all lined up and stuff like that. And then getting to his home and uh, Morgan and Dwayne. Yep. They seem to have a, they have a significant part in the trailer. I wonder if it feels that significant in the episode, in the full episode. Well, I think... Uh, I think maybe a lot of what they uh, they have in the episode is in the trailers, which is why it feels significant. I mean, the trailer's only four minutes, and the whole episode's 90. But I think they probably took uh, quite a bit of it just to, to make the 
to make the point of, you know, look, dude, you're in a zombie apocalypse. The dead are walking. Well, that's kind of the purpose of their characters, I think, to explain to Rick what's going on because he's trying to take this all in, right? And how do you how do you do that? You wake up in the hospital and the world has gone to crap. <laughs> yeah. And they're there to be like, okay, there are some people still living, and they explain what's going on. They practically verbalize it to him, right? And uh, I think that probably helps the trailer, and it it gets that across to the viewer a little bit more. Yeah. So we might not see much more than the episode, but that's okay. I they're think they look cool characters, and I'm looking forward to them returning in later cool. seasons. I would agree with that. Um, Entertainment Weekly called the trailer mind-blowing. Literally? I think that was cool. Yeah, literally, <laughs> in more ways than one. Variety uh, said... I believe the word freaky satisfactorily describes the nearly five-minute trailer AMC has released. So the news outlets are are digging this, it seems like. Okay. We're digging it. I dug it. Everybody is on board. I digged it. You dug it. I dug it. <laughs> yeah, you did one of those things. <laughs> it seems like everybody's on board. It, it's just, you know, everything is on track here for an awesome TV show. Yes. And I couldn't be happier. What's next on the list here, Mr. Miles? Uh, we get uh, G4TV released their interview with Robert Kirkman from Comic-Con. Yeah, and the one quote I took out of this, he was, it was a video interview, so you can, go to, uh, you, can, you can go find it. The guys over at the Walking Dead podcast have it posted on their site, but of course it's around all over the place. Robert Kirkman said, and I quote, Season 1 kind of ends on something that's not in the comic at all. Hmm. So... Um, we have speculated a lot about where it would end and we've thought about, you know, maybe when they're leaving the Atlanta camp, maybe when they get to the Herschel's farm, possibly getting all the way to the prison, but we don't, I don't really think so. No. You know, possibly even with the, uh, Shane death scene, maybe. Yeah. So there's a lot of, a lot of options there for a good dramatic ending. Or they could just end up in a mall like uh, a lot of other zombie films. Well, I... Maybe, but I doubt it. <laughs> They're not going to go to a mall, I don't think. No. I was thinking, though, that since since we've been following the casting from IMDb and other sources, we have this uh, these gang members that they meet up with. What if season one ended with some sort of confrontation with a rival gang of living people? Yeah, that could you be, know? Uh, that could, what are they called, the crazy guys? Yeah, the Vatos Locos. Right. Although I don't think that's what they're called in the show. Just the Vatos gang is what they list on IMDb. So, you know, I mean, there's all kinds of options. And obviously, we don't know what's going to happen. But now, you know, based on what Robert Kirkman said, we really, really don't know what's going to happen. I'm glad I don't know. Yeah, absolutely. Something new coming. We know there's new stuff coming. But uh, there's going to be some great, exciting cliffhanger, I think. Cliffhammer. (laughs) I did almost (laughs) say cliffhammer, did I? That's a good title, though. (laughs) Cliff Hammer. Cliff, I know him. Cliffhammer.com. <laughs> quick, quick, quick. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Other shows have cliffhangers. The Walking Dead has a cliffhammer. That's right. Um, so there we go. If you have any thoughts on where the show might be going, send it in. We'll get it on the air. Um, let's move on to our casting update for the week. we got a few more cast members. We have Alexis Danine Kemp playing a zombie. That's a, that's a great name, Alexis. It ends with uh, X, Y, Z. Yeah, Alexis, A-L-E-X-Y-Z. <laughs> Starts with A, ends in Z, and it has X, Y, Z in it. That's a pretty cool name. That's a good name. Um, we've also got Derek McLeod playing a zombie. Awesome. 
We've got Max Calder playing Baseball Bat Zombie. Baseball Bat Zombie. Do you think the zombie is dragging a baseball bat behind him, or does he take one to the head? Could be both. I think he takes one to the head. He could be just dragging it around. Didn't you know? Zombies are dead, and they don't really have the wherewithal to drop what they're carrying around, maybe? You know what? Based on his previous credits on IMDb, though, they're all stuntman work. So I think he probably takes the bat to the head as a stuntman. Yeah, probably. That, I, and I look forward to seeing that, That'd I must good. admit. <laughs> um, and we finally have Andy Daniel playing a zombie. In Oh, yeah, this one is listed in, in that mysterious episode 7 that IMDb has listed. So why would there be a zombie, one cast member, a zombie listed in this episode that we don't know anything about? That, that is going to show before... The premiere. The premiere, so it's October 20th. So is this a preview-type episode? I think it is. I think it's going to be a bridge between the graphic novel and the television show. Look, here's the graphic novel, here's what we have for the television show, and here's some production information, and aren't you excited? Here's the actors, talking heads, giving you their how much this was great and how much we love it, that kind of stuff. Yeah. I think you're right, and I bet you Andy Daniel is probably a zombie extra whose scene happened to make it into the preview episode, but maybe not the actual six-episode run. Or maybe uh, uh, Andy Daniel is uh, featured as part of the makeup process in the uh, preview episode. Sure. And maybe is an extra in the other episodes, but, you know, there's 120 zombies in the uh, in the actual pilot, and mm. they're not all listed on IMDb. So No, they sure aren't. So Andy Daniel, Daniel could very well be in that episode as well. So, again, just speculation. We don't know really if that Episode 7 is anything. We don't know what's going to be there, but based on the air date and the fact that the IMDb is never wrong, we think it's going to be a preview episode. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, moving right along, Dread Central has released uh, Part 3 of their set visit. They focused on casting and prepping production this time. Um, a few interesting notes out of here. Andrew Lincoln created an audition tape in his bedroom and sent it to Frank Darabont. He said he heard about the show and was like, oh, man, i got to be a part of this. He, he, he read all sorts of pilots and scripts for pilots and uh, decided that The Walking Dead was the best and wanted to be on it so bad, he recorded himself and sent it to Frank. I like it when that happens. Absolutely. Because it, 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 it kind of illustrates a commitment on the, uh, the actor's side to, and how much they want to be in the show rather than their agent calling them up and saying, hey, I got you an audition for this show. Do you want to go do it? Yeah, okay. <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> He's obviously passionate about it. He told his agent, apparently, that he'd be thrilled to star as an extra in The Walking Dead. And look at that. He ended up with the lead role. Oh, you spelt it wrong. That's why. Yeah, I know. I thought it was Andrus, and I'm like looking through the entire cast list trying to figure out who Andrus <laughs> was, and I'm like... What the heck is that all about? And I was just going to gloss over it, but then you just pointed out there's a spelling mistake on my notes. Yeah, well, I sorry, Dad. I wrote an S instead out. of a W. That's fine. Point that out to everybody. Um, in Dread Central set visit, Gail Ann Hurd said the show will also mix in some contemporary music regarding the music, obviously. But Hurd promises it won't be gratuitous. It's not going to have a bunch of Lincoln Park. No, we are a post-digital, post-electronic world, and when there is music, there's a reason for it. So I don't mind a little bit of contemporary music. No, of course In fact, not. I like it a lot. Um, but uh, Bear McCreary's score is going to be awesome, yeah. I'm pretty sure. And we'll have a little bit of mix in contemporary music. That's fine with me. As long as it's not Linkin Park. I hate them. <laughs> <laughs> well, it says it's not going to have a bunch of Linkin Park. It might have a little bit of Linkin Park. Oh, let's hope not. Let's hope not. No um, Nickelback either. Yeah, Nickelback would be a mistake. That's not my kind of thing. Yeah. Um, 
And finally, Andrew Lincoln on the Rick and Shane friendship. He says, I love the way that he feels about Rick, the actor says of Shane. I love the friendship there. I love the way he uses this unbelievable dialogue that Frank wrote to be a good friend to Rick and to be his, uh, be by his side. Anytime you can have a character that starts in one place and goes somewhere completely different, that's the journey that... We're most hungry We're for. We're most hungry for. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good. Excellent. Thank you. Spontaneity right there. Yeah, exactly. Um, that's cool. It, it reminded me of during Comic-Con when uh, I think Shane, uh, John Bernthal, was talking. And uh, he said how him and Andrew hung out in Atlanta for a couple of weeks together before they were filming it and just became sort of good friends off, off in real life, off the air, right. so to speak. Um, which is cool, you know. It's nice that they can hang out together, and I think it'll enhance their relationship on screen. Good, good. Until the inevitable. Uh, you know the the phrase uh, "unbelievable dialogue" kind of stuck out at me. I'm just wondering what that means. Like, can you just I I can't believe that dialogue. I completely reject it. Uh, disbelieve it. I think it means good. Yeah, I, I'm hoping so <laughs> because I think of. Uh, uh, Arrested Development. You remember uh, Toby when he was trying to be an actor and he's acting? I'm the last man you want to see. <laughs> just so outrageous. Yeah. He's such a bad actor. I just, you know, that's what I think of when I think of unbelievable dialogue. If anybody's a fan of, you know, funny comedic TV, go check out Arrested Development. Very, very good show. Super funny. Canceled way before its time. What did I do today? I spent the morning and I blew myself. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. It's got to be a better way to phrase that. Yeah, there really is. A <laughs> um, couple more items before we move into listener feedback. And these are late-breaking items that just came out today. Um, Fangoria is reporting that The Walking Dead will be back uh, in early 2011. That's quick. And I don't mean back on the air. Apparently they're saying uh, that they will be shooting again in February. The article says, word from a crew source on the show's home turf in Atlanta is that The Walking Dead will resume shooting for the follow-up season next February. That's great. Yeah, which means it could be on sooner than October 2011. They could move it up a little bit and um, make it a summer show. Seriously, I, I, I don't even really care about that. I'm excited about the fact that they're filming in February. That's going to give a very bleak backdrop to whatever happens in season two. Yeah, I mean, I'm not smart enough, really, to know what the weather is like in Atlanta in February. Well, uh, you know what? I'm going from the comic book. Well, from, yeah. From the, from the graphic novel, the winters are cold and kind of brutal. There is winter, definitely. Leaves fall off the trees. Um, you know, I assume that happens. I guess that happens in Atlanta and parts of Georgia, although it is pretty far south. We'll have to look that up. But I'm, I'm hoping that uh, if the graphic novel is to be believed on uh, the weather conditions and environmental conditions in near Atlanta, that uh, it's going to be cold, it's going to be brutal, there's going to be no leaves on the trees, it's going to be bleak. Yeah, it's definitely going to be bleak. That's so, great. I mean, I, that's probably why they're doing it. If they film it and then release it in October, that's okay with me. I mean, that's a long time to go, but a year is you know really not that significant in the TV world. But uh, I'm just excited about them filming in February. That's fantastic. You know, I don't want them to wait all the way until October next year. We're going to have October. Now, granted, it's the last day of October, so it's primarily November, December. Hopefully, the six episodes do air before the end of the year, and we don't have a couple stragglers in January or something like that. Oh, I'm sure they'll land by uh, mid-November. Six weeks. If they go six weeks solid, mid-November gets them... uh, December, -December. mid-December. Yeah, November, December. You're right. Uh, yeah, that's that's good. So basically, six episodes straight. 
yeah. and then they're done, and then they take a couple months off. They start shooting in February, and why not debut in in June, July, and run until the fall? You know, a lot of their shows do that. Doesn't isn't Breaking Bad a summer show? I, I think it, it is. is. Yeah. So I'd be fine with that. You know, it's a, it's a long wait between December all the way to the following October. And one of my biggest problems with Battlestar Galactica was that they put these ridiculous 10-month breaks in the middle of seasons and yeah. stuff like that. Sopranos did the same thing, like it, a year off in between. That was brutal. It almost ruined the experience for me because by the time, you know, by the time the show comes back, I almost didn't even care anymore, you know? Impatience turns, what's the phrase? Impatience turns into indifference quickly. Yeah. You know? And the other problem? What the heck are we going to talk about for eight months, <laughs> ten months that uh, this show is not on the air? Well, we'll find something. I mean, I, I guess there probably won't be as much news and hype at the time. Right now, we're leading up to the premiere. After it happens, there's going to be some some downtime, I would think. Yeah, we can talk about the actual shooting. What know what we know about shooting? We can uh, we can talk about Comic Con when that comes up. I, yeah. I'm sure there's something we can talk about. But that's a big stretch. It's a big break. So AMC, if you're listening. Bring the show back in the next summer. Yes. That's what we want. That'd that be would good. be perfect. Yes. It's going to be, well, I, hope, I think 13 episodes, so let's do it. Good, 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 good. Finally in news this week, Thomas Jane. This is on NBCWashington.com. Thomas Jane yearns to be one of The Walking Dead. Um, what do we got here? Jane tells Popcorn Biz that he's angling for a spot on AMC's The Walking Dead in whatever capacity. He says, the show is going to be an effing hit, he told us at the <laughs> HBO Post-Emmy party. I've seen it, and it's effing fantastic. No, excuse me. I've seen it, and it's fan-effing-tastic, is oh. what he actually said. Um, he also said, I'm going to come on and do a guest thing. He says, maybe play a bad guy. So, <gasps> Thomas Jane... Thomas Jane is one of the actors that a lot of people were calling to actually play Rick. Kind of has the look. Does. A little bit of an everyman, too. Um, he says, I'm not going to be a zombie. That's too much makeup. <laughs> so it's it's really exciting. You know, he's busy with his HBO show, Hung. Which, which is, is a great show. It's a cool show. I watch it. It's a lot of fun. Um, but, you know, to do a guest spot on The Walking Dead, that would be great. You know, I'm, I'm excited. That'd be good. He'd be good at The Governor. You think so? I think so. He might be. I think he could do well. He might be. All right. So, Thomas Jane, coming on The Walking Dead. That'll be cool. Um, he's an actor I really like, so it'll be, it'll be fun to see him on there. Yeah. All right. That's it for the news this week. Now we should get into some listener feedback. Well, hold on. Hold on. Just uh, the Emmys were last night. Oh, the Emmys were last night. And You're I just right. wanted to, you know, AMC won some Emmy Awards last night that were significant, and uh, I just wanted to talk about that. So why don't I go ahead and just tell you what they won. They won Do Best it. Drama Series for uh, Mad Men, Actor in a Drama and Supporting Actor in a Drama for uh, Breaking Bad, uh, Brian Cranston and Aaron Paul, Writing for a Drama, Mad Men, Casting for a Drama Series, Mad Men, and my favorite, Hairstyling for a Single cr Camera Series, Mad Men. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So that's six Emmy Awards that they won last night. I think there's probably too many Emmy Awards overall. Like hairstyle for a single camera series, they had to split that into two awards: hair uh, hairstyle for a single camera series and hairstyle for a multi camera series. I, th I hmm. assume. But, Maybe uh, there's just too many shows, and they have to give it multiple Emmys like that. I don't know. It just strikes me as one of those things where uh, you know three year olds play baseball, and everybody gets an award for something. 
Everybody wins. <laughs> you ran halfway between home plate and first base. You get the halfway to home base award. There you go. <laughs> but best drama series is uh, significant. So Mad Men. Mad Men won everything for AMC? Uh, well, no. Breaking Bad won two. Best actor and best supporting actor in a drama series. Oh, cool. Yeah. Cool. So, so AMC's won some serious awards. Those are some significant awards. That's exciting. Um, I think next year they're going to win a lot more. I hope so. <laughs> That's my feeling. They should uh, open up some new categories for zombie movie in a dramatic series or comedy zombie. I don't think there's going to be any comedy zombies. Best hat in a zombie series. <laughs> Best hat in a musical or comedy series. <laughs> Involving zombies. <laughs> That's good stuff. Creepiest girl in a gas station <laughs> in a zombie series. Oddly specific. Uh, yeah, so I just uh, I was excited to hear that they won a bunch of Emmys, and that's good news, and it just kind of gets them uh, motivated to do more good stuff. Hopefully, yeah. Although we all know it's going to be awesome. Yeah. Okay, now can we move into listener feedback? Listener feedback. All right. The first email we have comes from Jason. He's in Brooklyn, New York, and he says, Great show. The best one about The Walking Dead. I wanted to thank you both for giving a shout-out to the annotated Walking Dead Google map in episode number 18. I'm the guy that created it. Hey. Uh, I'm also the same person that created the character list of who's who in The Walking Dead, and he sends a link. So I'll post that in the show notes. Keep up the great work. Uh, Best, and watch out for lurkers. Always. Thank you, Jason. Um, Sorry I haven't written back to you yet, but I'm going to do that. And... I'm going to ask you to come on the show and talk about your map. Oh, that'd so, be great. Isn't that going to be exciting? That would be very good. <laughs> so if you listen to this, I don't know if you'll listen to this or get the email first, but uh, either way, we'll get you on here, and it'll be exciting to talk about your map and how you made it and how you came up with all the, all the locations and dates and all that kind of stuff. So That'd be awesome. That will be fun. Um, this email comes from Allison right here in Toronto, and she says, Just listened to the most recent episode and wanted to comment on something sent by a listener. Uh, he had suggested that perhaps Rick should lose his eye instead of getting his hand chopped off. The only problem with this idea is that if the writers decide to stick to the storyline, and this is a spoiler, she says, the governor also eventually loses his eye, thanks to Michonne. The eye patch is just so strongly associated with the governor's character. I think the symmetry of both Rick and the governor, governor possibly both wearing an eye patch might be a little strange. She's right. She has a point, and that's not something that occurred to me before. Um, yeah, I mean, if they're going to go with, go with, uh, losing an eye for Rick, they can't really do it for the governor, can they? Maybe the governor could lose a hand. Just swap them. I suppose they could, but the, you know, I mean, the circumstances of the governor losing his eye are important and brutal. <laughs> yeah. I don't think that the whole, that whole scene is going to make it to TV. I, I, it might. I mean, it'll be different. Of course it'll be uh, it'll be, well, I don't want to say neutered because it might not be, <laughs> you know, it'll, it'll be altered for TV a little bit, but I think it might make it. I mean, that would be, that would be brutal to see that on TV. That, yeah. That, uh, that whole thing made me cringe for reading the graphic novel. It's not, um, you know, it's not the most emotional thing that I read in the graphic novel. I, I don't think it was, it was, it was brutal and it was horrible, but it's, uh, it's not the worst part of it for me. Yeah. But, um, yeah, maybe if he lost a hand, maybe that's how they could change it so that it was a little more TV friendly. Yeah, just swap them out. You know, I don't know. I I think but you I, can't have two. You can't have the uh, the main protagonist and the main antagonist both have a missing eye. No, it would be just 
too weirdly symmetrical. Hey, we're twins. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe they'd get along instead. Yeah. Hey, we both have no depth perception. That'll <laughs> Let's be fine. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Let's fight. <laughs> it reminds me of no depth perception man from Saturday Night Live. I don't recall he's, that. He's way over there, and he's yelling. Oh, it's funny. But he was standing right in front of him. Right. <laughs> Good times. Um, yeah, I think... Uh, I don't know. I think two eyes gone would not be very good. And we'll see what they do. Um, Evil Prodigy once again writes in. He says, gentlemen, great show last week. One question, though. Did you fire Dave's ass or what? <laughs> you, <laughs> guys, Dave? you guys rock. Keep on keeping on. I look forward to the next show. Uh, thank you, Evil Prodigy. No, we didn't fire Dave. He just hasn't been on in a little while. He, uh, we, we get him on when we can. But he can't be here in the studio with us, so... We have to Skype them in, and that can be a little complicated at times based on the current arrangement of the recording studio. My first drum teacher once told me, if you accent everything, you accent nothing. So if we had Dave on every week, having Dave on wouldn't be a special occasion. That's right. So this way, having him on is a special occasion. That's good, and he deserves special recognition That's because right. he's a special guy. I'm here every week. Nobody cares. No, well, not, not really. Nobody cares. You know, Jason's <laughs> on again. That's great. That's fantastic. <laughs> you know, but when Dave's on, it's an event. Yeah, it is an event, as as we can see, because uh, Evil Prodigy is not the first person to ask about him, I don't think. So. That's great. Dave, you should feel good. We'll get you on soon. Maybe next week. Maybe next week. We'll see. Um, do we have any calls? I think we did, but I forgot to set it up. Oh, geez, no calls. We do have a five-star review in the U.S. store of iTunes uh, from uh, Dead Geek, Dead underscore Geek. A fantastic podcast. If you're a fan of the Walking Dead comic or the new AMC TV show, you have to listen to these guys. Great job, Chris and Jason. Thank you, Dead Geek. Thank you, Dead Geek. Hopefully you're not really dead. Well, I assume not. But if you could, you probably wouldn't type so uh, properly. So Zombies well. do not post on iTunes. <laughs> I doubt it. <laughs> um, that's it? That's it for iTunes? That, yeah, that's it. Just the one. All right. That's also it for listener feedback. And does that mean the show's over? I think it does. I think it does. All right. Thanks, everybody, for listening, for tuning in once more. Um, We'll be back next week with episode number 21. Until then, if you would like to contact us, you can do so by sending email to talkingdeadpodcast at gmail.com. You can also visit talkingdeadpodcast.com and listen, uh, listen, post comments. Read or listen. Yeah, you can listen to the show, post comments. That would be exciting. Or, if you're a really enterprising person, you can call our voicemail line, which you can do so at 202-206-1568. Woohoo! No, that's wrong. Oh. 206-202-1568. Oh, so you were wrong, I was right. Uh, well, the 206 comes first. That's so you the... said 206, and then I said 202, because I knew. Anyway, you threw me off. All right. I'm sorry. placing the blame squarely on your shoulders. If I there's any doubt in your mind. I will accept that. All right. 206-202-1568. Please call in, leave your comments, questions, or thoughts. That would be great. Um, and we'll play them on the air if we can. So, you know, Jason, what do you think? Oh, there's the Facebook page. Uh, the new Facebook page. Yeah, facebook.com slash thetalkingdead. Please go there and like us and post there. That would be fantastic. That would be good. I started the discussion today on there. Oh, good. I should check it. You should. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't look at it yet today. So. Well, I was just, you know, early this evening, so. Cool. Um, and finally, I think I'm going to start using the Talking Dead Twitter account that I created a couple of months ago. Okay, you have one? Twitter.com slash Talking Dead. That's great. And, uh, for, you know, for now I've been using my 
own personal Twitter as of you, but I'm going to start posting stuff to that. So if anyone wants to go follow it, please feel free to do so. Finally, before we go, just want to say a big thank you to all our listeners. Um, you know, we're kind of dorks, so we'd probably do this anyways, sit here and record even if nobody listened, but it makes it even that much more sweet that we know that some of you are. So a big thanks to all the listeners, and uh, keep sending your emails and phone calls and stuff. We'd love to hear from you. So there. Great. Till next week, everybody. Have a great week. We will talk to you later. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.